and welcome folks to episode 16 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in this fine, fine island of ours. I'm Chris, aka True Mr. Six, and my partner in crime today is... Andy, aka... No, 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 there's UK, no, WKOs. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. Sad news. Sad news. Hey, I'll tell you what, little known fact for the listeners, I don't know if you know this, I, I, I've certainly mentioned before that Andy has had a, a past career as an actor. Back in 1985, he was actually the sixth member of the Breakfast Club. But sadly, John Hughes cut out all of Andy's part because at that time in the 80s, he just felt it was too much to have such a sexually confused character in the <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, it's true. True story, yeah, look it up. True story. Yeah. How are you, my man? Are you Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not as good as I was five minutes ago when you revealed that, uh, <laughs> that nugget of my past. But Matt, yeah, I'm good. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm on one tonight. I told you before we started recording. I don't know what's up with me. I'm grumpy. But it is officially Grumpy Old Fart Day today. I don't know if you knew that. It's very apt that we're recording then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just had a terrible day at work. So um, the the weather over here, the the snows. Uh, I hope our man TJ's all right up there. Actually. <laughs> meant that they closed two of our largest offices for the company that I work for. They closed them north of the wall in Scotland, where all the White Walkers hang out. And so everything just went mental today as they shut them all down. Uh, and because the organisation that I work for is all about satellite television, you can imagine a lot of people hadn't, for whatever reason, managed to make the very simple connection that they were receiving no television signal because of the bad weather. So it was a pretty hectic day. Pretty hectic day indeed. But, you know, we, we soldier on nonetheless. So it tur- it's turned me into a bit of a grumpy bum. And then a few other bits and bobs irking me. I, I lost my Yuanti for about an hour today. And was panicked that I'd accidentally mixed it in with a load of cards that I'd given away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little lesson, life lesson for you all to take away. Don't build decks and organise surplus cards one after the other on the same table space. Bit of bit of bit of separation, I think, is is required there. Well, it's not as if you're ever going to use the anti, are you? Uh, no, I well, yeah, only to the extent that I've been using it to playtest a little bit with with your good self, of course. Yeah, yeah. But outside of that, yeah, she's but she's a high cash value card right now. So. Can you imagine the abuse you'd get if you rocked up to a tournament with anti? Uh, what me specifically? If I turned yeah. up one, yeah, people would not be impressed with me at all. No. I can, yeah. <laughs> it, it'd be the same as if I turned up with a Shriek Sonic Beam. <laughs> Although I do take, I do take my my fair amount of bants at the fact that I've got. Obviously, clearly, regular listeners will know um, very strong feelings about Shriek Sonic Beam, but I do regularly put things like Blob. Um, D-Wiz <laughs> Kryptonite <laughs> and the forecast streak as well uh, I'll, I'll go so far as the forecast streak but I want to be very clear it's different it is different it is different so yeah I'm alright but I'm living up to the uh, grumpy old fart day by being a grumpy old fart today fair play fair play yeah I'm I've just... been alright it's been quite sunny down here went had a bit of a windsurf early on bit of cup of tea in the back garden <laughs> It's been all right. Yeah, it's not too bad down here in the south coast. <laughs> That's because it is so salty. What? Why is it salty? Because I lose. No, because cause it's all like salty wind water. 
Water wind. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't laugh at me. I'm grumpy. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go outside without your mask because you'll get salty wind water in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. So, yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes, folks. I hope you're ready. You've, you've definitely had a grumpy Chris before, I think, at some point or another. Uh, have you been up to much lately, mate? Have you done much in the way of gaming? Only a few games against yourself, mm. to be honest. Had a few things. Uh, boiler broke down. Not that that's interesting, but that took up a little bit of time and is still taking up a bit of time. But no, just a few games against yourself where we play tested my team of choice against uh, Uanti. Mm. And um, yeah, yeah, oof. you did win one of the games. To be fair, I did. Yeah. It, it, that's basically spent the first six turns firefighting and being as defensive as possible. Yeah. And then, then eking through for a win when you roll badly. I was about to say, yeah, the, but the sad truth of that so far in terms of our investigations into the Uanti team was that, and I think you'll you'll admit this yourself, you were firefighting, certainly, but the fact that I misrolled my Uanti a number of times, I think, contributed. Um, it, it wasn't wasn't certainly due to, due to any kind of magic counter that, that we've yet to yeah. discover. Although there's you know there's talk on Facebook, there's people who seem pretty confident there's ways to work around and and deal with it. So we'll keep at it. We'll keep oh, that's all it. smoke and mirrors. You think? Yeah. Mm. We'll try. I'm going to try that to Baxi Road later when we finish recording. I think that might have something in it. Try and make the opponent's uh, kind of bag management a bit wonky. I think that that might prove. Good enough to give a, a, an extra turn or two, which you might be able to swing the balance. But uh, yeah, we'll let you know how it goes on, because we yeah. don't have any WKAs to worry about in the winter. No. WKAs, WKOs. You, you did, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, sadly, we had it uh, today, in fact. It was confirmed. I got an email from the UK WizKids representatives telling me that, uh, like like it was any sort of surprise, on the 28th of February that there was no events taking place in March, <laughs> um, that, yeah, there's no there's no winter WKOs in the UK, due, uh, due to logistical problems of running the event, oh, not in the UK, might I point out, but Europe-wide as well, so spare a thought for our, our Spanish and our Central European friends who play. There appears to be a bit of a scene out in Japan as well, did you know that? I d- well... I didn't know that until they started listening to us. Yeah, we've we, we've accrued some Japanese listeners, so um, hello. If you're listening, yeah, get in touch. Hi, yeah. Pop we, us an email. We, we won't have a clue what you're writing. No, but, but we, you know. we, we'd love to hear from you. We, I thought I found it fascinating that that was how our worldwide re- how far our worldwide reach has, had got. Or Konnichiwa. It, mm, or it could be just some random bot. <laughs> 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 Anyway, what about your gaming, mate? So what about my gaming? Yeah, so uh, a little bit of Hey, That's My Fish with the Kitty Winks. That's about that's really popular with them at the moment. That's about the extent of non-Dice Masters gaming. And then I mentioned on the last episode that by the time it went out, we'd have had the hashtag not a WKO Ministry of Dice Presents event at Element Games in Stockport. And that, that was pretty cool. That was a good day's gaming, that. Tell us more. So, yeah, uh, well, I get, apologies if I'm repeating myself. I can't remember what I said in the last episode or not. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't mention it much. Did we not? So, uh, yeah, I just uh, a couple of things. So, uh, Ben Scott, who we'll be hearing more from later on, in fact, folks, is on his way out to the Great White North. He's joining the Colonials over there in Canada. Uh, hey. 
eight, eight, out there. And so we wanted to give him a little bit of a send off. And I also wanted to make a kind of fun thing go on, especially because at that point I suspected that we weren't going to have any WKOs. So I did a Swiss only event, modern constructed, with Thor legal as well, so we could get into playing some, some new stuff too. And in order to jazz it up a bit and make it a little bit more fun, I got a, a big box together called the True Mr. Six Prize Box of Mystery and acquired just all sorts of random superhero, Yu-Gi-Oh, D&D, Turtles-related merchandise, slapped raffle tickets on them all, and then uh, for every game win, I gave everyone a raffle ticket to get a random prize out of my mystery box. Very nice. There were some Ministry of Dice, uh, what are they, the basic action cards, which is... Yeah, the colour... That's yeah, right. We did some, as other, like the reserve pool have done them, haven't they? And I think you get some PDC ones as well. Yes, that's right. If anyone wants to see what they look like, actually, they're featured in the Dice Mayhem YouTube episode this week. Oh, um, really? Yeah, or, or give me a shout and I'll send you a picture. And yeah, so there's some of that. I, bought, I got my hands on some graphic novels, some Batman, uh, Avengers, Justice League graphic novels that I found for cheap. Um, I, I hit the second-hand DVD market and sourced the first season of the original Turtles cartoon, the first season of the awesome. X-Men cartoon, the first season of the old D&D cartoon. Uh, there was, I got a dice tower, um, some Superman socks, some uh, Lego blind bags, which were from Batman, the Lego Batman movie. Um, so just all, as, you can, as you can kind of gather, just all very thematically connected. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! I got there for the first Yu-Gi-Oh! movie on DVD. I can't even remember what I put in there. Oh, I got my kids to do some of the old art cards that I like to get them to do, doing their strange doodles. Uh, we signed some vixens, didn't we? We did indeed. We signed some vixens and gave them away. They were highly prestigious. And then I got a, a wooden spoon with the Ministry of Dice, you know, our little uh, moustached sidekick dude. Uh, I got a wooden spoon with the Ministry of Dice symbol carved on it for last place as well. Which I think it would be worth losing the whole event for in, in its own right, really. So, uh, Yeah, it was a good day's play. I think just playing all Swiss all the way through, everybody receiving the raffle tickets meant that you had just something to keep you going. So it didn't matter if you were losing the event overall, because if you, if you pulled a tie out the bag or if you went one game out of three, if you get what I mean, you'd, you'd still yeah. get a raffle ticket. So if, if you won your round, you, you'd get two raffle tickets, you know, if you uh, and so that kept, kind of kept people going, gave it a bit of a buzz. Everyone was sort of nosing at the raffle table to get a sense of what they might or might not have won. And it, it meant we just could have a little bit of fun at the end of the day, yeah, and give Ben a bit of a send-off. And just played a lot of Dice Masters, which, is, of course, is one of the other great things about this event. And that, that was really the reason why I decided not to have any top cuts as well, because I, I just like the idea of everybody playing Dice Masters all the, way, all the day through. Yeah, I agree with that. That's uh, the best way of doing it, I think. Yeah, sure. So, well, it's my intention to to set up some other dates and events where I'll do the same thing. We've we've organised some other Ministry of Dice related merchandise to, uh, for lack of a better phrase, sponsor events around. And I'm in discussion with a couple of stores right now about some dates and some things we can do to get get that off the ground. And then I'll just start my cycle again. I'll just accrue some more some more themed stuff. I've already got a few bits actually in preparation for it, ready to go. Because, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed myself and I think it could make for a good day. Yeah, watch this space, folks. Yeah, yeah. So should we tell everyone a little bit about what we've got coming up in this episode, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so uh, we have got 
a, a competition announcement. It's been a little while since we've done any anything on the competition front, so we're going to set up a little competition for you guys to get involved in with some prizes to win. So we hope you enjoy hearing about that and fighting fit and mad for getting involved. We have a little section, a short section, where we're just going to do some shout-outs and thank-yous to some people who have supported us recently and who you may be interested in checking out for yourselves. We then have our next special guest, our next competitor on the Ministry of Dice, mm-hmm. The Bar. As I mentioned before, we have Ben Scott, the UK National Champion 2016 on, to get his place on the leaderboard. Along with our man Tony Weakland to give us some of his thoughts out of Detroit. Um, oh, yeah. Always, always got a very insightful view on what's going on in the world of Dice Masters right now, so we hope you enjoy that. And we've had some more correspondence uh, recently that, we, that we're going to share with you. So, once again, a jam-packed episode, full to the brim. Anything to add there, Andy? Uh, no, no, let's, should we do the competition? Yep, let's move on to it. It's competition time! Yes, that's right, folks. Andy, you've been thinking about running a competition for a little while. Yeah, competition time on the Ministry of Dice. We've not done one for a while. I thought it was time that we we gave some stuff away. No, that's true. So I actually think the last time we did a competition may have been our very first episode. It was. We did give out the Hulk card as well, didn't we? Oh, yes. That's right. Spot the mistake. You're correct. Yeah. So uh, this will make our third competition. How exciting. How very, very exciting. Uh, And you're looking for something a little bit more active from our listeners this time, I believe. That's right. Well, being a top quality radio show, top quality radio shows have radio adverts. So I'm throwing out the gauntlet to our listeners. If you have something to advertise, if you have a product, if you have a blog, a vlog, another podcast, if you want to expand your audience, then you can send in a advert to us. And if it uh, makes us laugh, if it's any good, then we will put it on the show. If you've got nothing to advertise and you just want to send us in something stupid, feel free to do that as well. Uh, send them in to us. You can email us or Facebook us or send it through the BritRoller6.com blog. Get it to us. We'll have a listen and, and get it on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And just to uh, just to up the ante a little bit and make it uh, a wee little touch more juicy, I'm going to lay down a prize for this competition. So not only not only does our, our entrants get the opportunity to have their product listened to on our airwaves for free, but uh, one lucky winner will receive a Melinda May Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. promo card signed by none other than Eric Lang himself. Wow. Yeah, tell me about it, because that is how generous we are at the Ministry of Ice. Hey, and i tell you what, while I've got you live on the air, I know we've not discussed this, but what do you reckon I could blag you to do another Andy England special on a blank card? Yeah, OK, I will throw in something very special. I will do a custom drawing on a blank Iron Fist. Ooh, check you out. Yeah, you ain't had the dice though. The dice were really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have the blank card for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't say any fairer than that. So just to just to clarify, then what you're asking the listeners to do is to send in a radio style advert. Yeah. They can advertise whatever they like. So if they're a legitimate blog, podcast, and website. 
YouTube channel, uh, if they make Dice Masters related product, whatever, then by all means they can advertise that. But you're also saying, even if you just want to, I don't know, advertise how awesome you are or how much of a big deal you are, then you can prepare a radio advert to point that out or point out that you're a WKO winner or something or, I don't know, we'll let their imaginations run wild. You're happy to accept anything as long as it's a radio style advert. Yeah, as long as it's clean. Uh, yes, we need to keep our family friendly tick on the RSS feed there. So, yeah, keep it clean and relatively Dice Masters related ish, if you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, yeah, if you could, unless it's incredibly funny, we probably could let it slip through the net, but it'd have to be something pretty special on that vein to get you thinking about what you could do. We have replaced the little dice, uh, what are they called? Little kind of... I don't know, yeah, segways? Segways, little bits that divide up the uh, the segments. We've replaced them with some examples. I've recruited some of my celebrity friends to lay down some example adverts to get you thinking about what you can do. So uh, listen out for those. They'll be dotted throughout the podcast this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, See, this is the advantage, of course, of living in a mansion in the English countryside is that you live next door to such UK luminaries. Exactly. Call for a cup of sugar and uh, a radio advert. And a quick radio advert, yeah. Yeah. Oi, Lizzie, Lizzie, why are you here? Do us a, a favour. <laughs> <laughs> no. Minor royalty. I don't really get that far up the chain. I know. You'd have to have to be very special to get an invite yeah. from um, Lizzie the Second. That's right. Beatrice Don't... and Eugenie would be all right. Maybe not not up the uh, up the chain to the Queen. No. No. That's well, Okay. That's reasonable. But you are still relatively prestigious in and around that neck of the woods as, as far as I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Polo with Prince Edward on a Wednesdays. Sure. Nice. Sure. He's good, I hear. He's not bad. Taught him everything I know. Yeah, he does look good in them jodhpurs. We all look good in jodhpurs, mate. There's no one that doesn't look good in jodhpurs. <laughs> <laughs> with a mallet in your hand. If that's what you call it. There's nothing quite like getting on a field with a group of men and swinging a piece of wood. So, competition so. time, yeah. Uh, so, please do make sure uh, that you keep them clean. But clearly, we're quite happy to broadcast wild rampant innuendo. Uh, and let's see what you've got. Uh, what's our deadline going to be on this, Andy? It's a good question. Let's have a look. This, as we're hitting your ear holes, will be the 5th, 5th of, March. of May. 5th of March. March. <laughs> uh, so let's say it's quite a big effort. So let's give you a month. Let's see how many we can get in by the 2nd of April. Um, and then depending on how many we get, if we get an influx of thousands and thousands of entries, then that's us sorted for content for the next six months. If we, <laughs> we get a few in, <laughs> then uh, then we'll, we'll dot them through and we'll, we'll, we'll come to a conclusion. But yeah. we'll, we'll say the 2nd of April and see what the reaction is. If we get one in and it's not very good, then we might extend it but uh, as a rule we'll go for a month and see what you guys can do yeah okay very good excellent okay so just as the guy who does the uh, final editorial decision and editing uh, mp3 format would be really useful because i'm not actually all that good at this techno malarkey no but if you are struggling then do get in touch if you really want to do something and you haven't got a clue then let us know because uh, we could probably point you in the right direction. I would like to throw the gauntlet out to Isaac and Stu and the guys at the uh, reserve pool. We would expect something special coming from those guys. So And Kevin, the gang as well. That yeah. KP data knows his, knows his nerdy stuff. 
yeah in fact if we're not sure what we're doing we usually ask him so uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, very good okay well uh, i hope this is something you guys feel like you can get behind melinda may signed by eric lang and uh, one of andy's alt art specials and he's giving up a an iron fist for this one get your entries over to us and let's see where we go with that one let's see what it brings and i hope you enjoy andy's examples through the remainder of this episode anything more on that one mate no, I'm just excited to hear what happens. Okay, great. Let's see what happens then. On to the next segment. Hello, I'm Dame Judy Dench. Now, not a lot of people know this, but I'm a massive Dice Masters fan. And I'm here today to talk to you about something very special that I've been working on. Now, do you get bored with the same bland, white-coloured sidekick dice? I know that I do. So with a team of expert scientists, I'm very proud to introduce Dame Dench's Dyed Dice. In colours orange, red, blue or purple, you will be the belle of the ball. So what are you waiting for? Dame Dench's Dyed Dice. Okay, and welcome back, folks. I hope you enjoyed that special little bit of amdram from Andy there. I must point out at this stage, actually, that I, at this point of recording, have not heard these radio adverts that you have prepared, have I? No, no, they're only halfway through recording them as we do this bit, so it'll be a surprise. I might edit them in and not let you hear them until it's released. Well, okay. (laughs) We'll discuss that. But yeah, welcome back, folks. We hope you enjoyed that. So this next little section, we're only going to do a short one now before we move into our main body, our big segment there. But we wanted to just take a few moments to do a few shout outs and thank yous. So you can skip this if you're so inclined, I suppose. But we wanted to take some time because there's a few people who've done a few little bits and bobs for us lately. And as a result of that, we wanted to take a moment to thank them publicly um, and give them a wee little shout out. Isn't that right, my man? It is. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so I'd like to say thank you to you. Oh, you're welcome, mate, and I'd like to say thank you to you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. No, no, no. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> say you're welcome. Do you know my pair don't like that so much? That film. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a good movie, but it didn't seem to strike a chord with them at all for whatever reason, which is unusual because they they generally mm-hmm. love that kind of stuff. So like Frozen. Early days, yes. Not so much now. Yeah, my kids both hate it. Oh, Absolutely really? hate it. Oh, okay. It's a shame because I love it. Yeah, I could see you being a Frozen fan. Are you an Arna or an Elsa? Think I'm more Elsa. Oh, I'm more Arna. All the way, mate. Uh, Elsa's stroppy and a bit mardy. She makes a castle out of ice. That's a fair point. I can't argue with that. How we're, we're tailing away off topic yes so thank yous and shout outs then so well i'm going to start with my man darren at dz dungeon studios darren he's a 3d printing dude over here in the uk dz dungeon is an etsy shop and he's done quite a few little bits and bobs for me lately and so darren mr leeds i want to say thank you very much for the work that you've done top quality service uh, an incredible price and both i and my kids have been very happy with the stuff that you've done for us to enhance our gaming experience so if you're looking for some 3d printing where you get great communication a really friendly service a fantastic price and the quality of product as well then i suggest you go over and check darren's etsy page out because he has done me a solid 
solid a number of times. Custom work as well, not not off the menu. He's done all my weird and wonderful requests. Uh, one of which, actually, if the audience are interested, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that my kids are really taken to a fantasy flight game called Hey, That's My Fish. If anyone out there has played it, Hey, That's My Fish is a tile-based game. It's got 12 by 12 grid that you make out of tiles with fish on them. And my, my kids, as much as they love the game, when they start taking tiles out the centre of the pattern, it just falls to pieces. The whole thing just goes chaotic. So he's 3D laser-printed for me. He's, he's done it all off his own back. I just messaged him saying, is this a thing you can do? Like a little stencil template to put the tiles in um, so nice. it doesn't yeah absolutely and he's done some Dice Master stuff for me recently as well so thank you very much Darren and uh, as promised mate there's your shout out and your thank you cool very nice yeah so send him over some complex requests and see what you can do oh. yeah please do he'd enjoy that it sounds like you're fiddling with one of them right now one of his products <sighs> see I can't stop myself yeah he's such a fiddler if the listeners are wondering, just before we started recording, we had a conversation about how I can't stop fiddling with things. Mm. That sounds wrong. But what I meant about pens, <laughs> dice. Um, like we start talking and I just go off one. There's not only is my chair squeaking like something out of the 1950s, but I'm also like rattling and shaking things. I need to stop it. I need to go into an empty room to do this. Maybe one on the West Wing would do. Yeah, have a word with you guys, see if you can tidy it up for you. So next on the list is James and Zach over at James and Zach Play Dice Masters on the YouTube channel. So some of you folks, regular listeners, will know that James was one of our recent guests on the Ministry of Dice The Bar contest. On that recording, I challenged James. Uh, I was kind of bantering a little bit about the fact that we only ever see his hands on the camera in the YouTube recordings and challenged him to wear some gloves or to do something a little entertaining for us uh, as a, a little nod and a wink for an insider joke. Both James and Zach dutifully obliged the the very first episode following our broadcast of James's guest spot, he wrote, help me on the back of his hand. Help is on the way, mate. Uh, and then in a subsequent episode, Zach really went for it. Uh, I highly recommend that you check it out. Well, in fact, check the channel out altogether. Every time Zach appeared on screen, his hands appeared on screen to take dice out of his bag or roll dice, he was wearing a different set of gloves. Yeah, he changed gloves every turn, didn't he? Yeah, he must have had like loads of different sets like, of gloves down his side, just switching over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it gave me a chuckle. I really appreciate you guys taking the time and making the effort to give me that little nod and a wink and so thank you very much i hope it gave everyone else a bit of a chuckle i'll be honest with you gents i eventually kind of phased out and stopped paying any attention to the game you were playing (laughs) (laughs) and paid a little bit more attention to the glove selection that was on display however uh, it was a really kind gesture thank you very much and we both enjoyed it a great deal and i hope your usual audience had a good laugh at it too do you want to take one off the list andy uh, yeah, one that we'd like to say thank you to, the new website which has just come up, the Dice Coalition. If you go onto there, that links off to loads of different uh, amazing Dice Masters content in and around the interwebs. However, if you do go onto the website, which is dicecoalition.com. Yeah, that sounds kind of yeah, right. The first thing you will see will be a massive banner with the Ministry of Dice on it because we've managed to blag the first spot on the banner that uh, rotates round. Uh, and so uh, as soon as you load that up, you'll see a big shout out to us. And uh, it's really good. So the banner spins round. You click the banner and it'll go through to the latest episode of the Ministry of Dice. There's some other podcasts and stuff on there Things, which you probably yeah. won't need to worry about. You might um, get, get round to them if you're at a loose end or something, yeah. But yeah, fantastic. So thank you very much for that. It's uh, expanding our audience and hopefully we'll uh, we mean even more listeners coming to us. So that's very exciting. 
Yeah, we're very grateful. Just while we're talking about the Dice Coalition as well, this is where the wiki has migrated to following the close of the reserve pool. Or the archiving of the reserve pool. Is that the right terminology? I don't know what the right terminology is. So that's where the wiki has gone to. And they've now got the uh, Retrobox, the new plugin, the latest version of that. So it's got a, a debt builder there as well. So, yeah. a very and helpful our, resource. Our friend uh, Michaela, I found out from listening to the very short eight minutes prep area, is the president of the Dice Coalition. Oh, yeah. I keep meaning to ask Michaela whether that's her band. What, the Dice Coalition? No, the band that plays the music on the podcast episode. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, we'll ask you now, Michaela. Yeah, Michaela. Get in touch. Let, let, let us know. know. Yeah, is that, your, is that your band? I'm just, just curious. It's just something that leapt into my head because I know that she's a musician. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so go check that out as well, guys. New Prep Area episode yeah. out. Yeah. And while we're on the subject of websites that like to link and curate internet information, a shout out to our other colonial friends in the northern colds that is Canada oot there uh, with the dm north website which for those who are interested is dm-north.com so this is a, a canadian based outfit um who are also curating uh, dice masters related content and producing their own content uh, and there's some really cool stuff on there actually about team building and some recent events that they've been having up there so I suggest you go and check it out but the reason we're bringing them up now is because we're doing thank yous and shout outs so thanks guys for linking back to our site and to our podcast we really appreciate you taking the time to point people in our direction yeah thanks guys eh and then the last one on the list mostly just because we're a pair of whores is optical power (laughs) limited so (laughs) i didn't realize you were actually going to say that yeah i just i just call it out as it is so optical power sent us some free stuff that was really cool that we reviewed in our last episode so we're just going to give them another plug because that's how we roll yeah to check them out the dice boxes are amazing let them know that you heard it from us and uh, recommend that they send us more for free yeah absolutely and also take that as living proof that we can be bought yeah no absolutely anyone else that wants to buy us just you know give us a call send us some free stuff yeah so there we go thanks so i know some listeners that probably will have been a little bit of a slog to get through although uh, hopefully uh, we gave you the web addresses and stuff so there's some things to go and check out there but it's been a while we've been kind of accruing these favors uh, and we felt it's time we just took a few minutes to call it out and say thanks thank you very much yeah you're all awesome you're all big deals your houses clearly smell of rich mahogany and all your books are probably leather bound <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next segment there before I start blushing. Oh, hello there. I'm Simon Cowell. When it comes to Dice Masters, I'm a massive power gamer. I nearly quit when they banned the Bard, but with the new Uanti and Cube combo, I'm as happy as a pig in muck. When I swing, I like to swing big and really do some damage. But how do I keep track of it all, I hear you say? Well, I have the answer. Cowl's Combat Calculator. When you have to let them know how much damage you've done over 20, nothing else comes close. That's right, Cowl's Combat Calculator. In stores now. Welcome back, listeners, and now have we got a treat for you. Once again, the Ministry of Dice, it doesn't just bring you one national champion. Today, we're bringing you two because we've got Ben Scott, the UK National Champion 2016. Good evening, Ben. 
There he is. How are you today, my man? I mean, I'm pretty good. I'm okay. You, you, sa- you sound pretty good. <laughs> I have my Ribena and yeah. Oh, very good. Ribena. I have a, well, a cup of tea. I'm sure it will surprise everybody to know. Do you have a drink with you, Andy? Yorkshire tea, mate. Yorkshire tea, good lad. That's what we like to hear. So next time, Ben, be sure to bring along. And no, I don't drink tea. You don't drink tea? No, all coffee. I know it's very weird. Well, in in some respects, it's a good thing you're about to emigrate out of the country because we might just have had to have run you out <laughs> I know, on that I know. comment. I lived in America for a little while, and they were really shocked that I didn't drink tea. Mm. And I was really shocked they don't have Ribena in America. So. They don't have Ribena in America? No, I know. It's just bizarre. What about Vimto? No. They don't Iron have brew. squash. Oh, they don't have Iron Brew. They don't have any kind of squash. They have Kool-Aid, like, packet stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. No Robinsons. No anything. Wow. I know. Wow. What? But what do they... Oh. I'm, they, I'm make, they get, like, some sugar, pour it in a pack, and then pour the flavouring into a pack and then hot water and stir it in and then it takes bloody ages I am somewhat stunned by this revelation I know it's awful <laughs> what do they give their kids I don't know my kids live off Vimto yep alright well that needs that needs sorting out you'll have to take a stash over then or, or we'll... I know that's why I'm drinking as much as I can now yeah get it in and we'll arrange care packages or something your mum and dad will sort it out <laughs> won't they surely yeah, yeah. Little Ribena care package. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm on the line. I'm on the line with two national champions. Ben, welcome, welcome to the Ministry of Dice. You're, you're here to compete as the next contestant in the Ministry of Dice, the Bar. Yeah. Um, so, so you picked a specialist subject. You passed that over to Andy. But if uh, if you've listened before, you'll know that I like to just get a little bit of chat going, warm the guest up a little bit before they compete. Um, so let's get let's get you into something nice and lightweight. Tell us a little bit about your scene down there. So it's mainly me and a couple of my friends I go into the game. I play with most about once a week. And we also go to a pub in Richmond and play every Thursday night with a couple of other people. So, yeah, we have a group of about five regulars, I'd sure. say. Yeah, sure. Um, and we're all pretty good players, if I do say so myself. I, I, I would agree with that. Uh, so just very quickly, we'll say a quick hello to Dan and Joe. Yeah. Uh, two, Hello. Two of those aforementioned friends who are, are obviously religious Fortnite listeners to the podcast. And the other Andy, the 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 other Andy, I'll just call him the other Andy. I don't want to think of anything that will offend either Andy. But he's just the other one. <laughs> Spug. Spug, yeah. Spug, yeah. Yeah. And a hello to Spug too. Yeah. So. Um... And Gareth. Oh yeah, and Gareth. Although he's selling up. I know. I know. It's a sad day, Gareth. It's a sad day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you are—you all are—you uh, all feature very highly and regularly in in WKOs and national tournaments. Yeah, you've got quite a, a head for the game, you you guys down there. Much more. Well, so we just play a lot, so. Uh, well, true story, but I play yeah. a lot. It doesn't seem to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make a difference at all. So yeah, that's good. So two nights a week. Do you always play constructed? Um, pretty much. Uh, I also go to some events in. Ha- I go to all the events I can actually, but we occasionally go to Hatfield as well. Oh, oh sh- a bit of a scene there and do like draft stuff there. Yes, that's right. That's the guys over. At- Is it Calamity Comics? Yeah, yeah, really nice store. 
Yeah, I've never been. I, I'll try and get there one day, I'm sure, in the future. Yeah, I think Eric, the store runner, was thinking about doing an event of some kind at some point. Oh, very good. Well, very good. Well, if he needs, uh, if he needs a bit of ministry advice, uh, prize support, then there's always the true Mr. Six mystery box. Oh, yeah. It's, Love it's, the mystery box. He's willing to travel, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so Eric down at Calamity Comics. Hello to Eric as well, yeah. So you get, you get around quite a bit, Ben. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, I have lots of miles on my car mm. or kilometres for our American <laughs> friends. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Uh, and so, do you have a team that you? What's what's kind of the the the, the team of favour for Ben Scott at the moment? Uh, I don't know. I have like sixteen teams. Right oh, now. really? Is that all? <laughs> I know. That's well. That's what we know. That's why we play a lot. We have about. I think Joseph is always the person with the least. Sure. But he has something like twelve teams going right now. But me and Dan have like two big boxes full of teams that go all the time. So I don't know. I change a lot. I really want to do something with that Serta, the rare Serta. Yeah, that's the the big seven cost guy that does one da- is it one damage when he attacks to everything? No, when he KO oh, there's that one. But no, when he KOs a character, an opposing character, all other opposing characters are KO'd. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. And it- Oh, att- uh, there's a basic action that um, that a character deals its attack to another character. I think it might be combat damage, though. I don't uh, I can't really remember. Stephen Cuckoo's, Cuckoo's, whatever his name is, second yeah, yeah. name, sorry about that, is doing uh, a build on him tonight. But I don't think you should ever run six or seven costs in competitive tournaments. So. <laughs> you, don't you? <laughs> no, it doesn't work. I've never, I've never won a tournament where I've run something that costs over five. Oh, really? That's interesting. I mean, you know, for a while, I played Colossus for a long time. Yeah, too expensive. Yeah, I love that card, but too expensive. Yeah, it was. The highs were high, but the lows were low with with, mm. with him. And you're absolutely right. One of the things that, that, that made it fall apart quite often for me was if they cut off my ramp, I was done for. Yeah, like yeah. just... It's either getting up to it, or if you can then get up to it, building back up to getting your ramp going again is just too hard when the person playing opposite you knows what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Although that, that Colossus team did beat you. It did. Maybe. Did it? Yeah, the, at the Manchester WKO. Twice. Hmm. I don't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> just saying. Just yeah, I know. I know. I as an Ultraman team do quite well. Oh yeah, what was that like? Well, yeah, didn't I beat that? Cost. I beat you, that. Didn't I did beat that? that. I beat you, that. You, you did. That. With Squirrel Girl, <laughs> he's going. This is where he's going. He's going with the Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah, actually, girl. no, that's actually a lie. Yeah, I did use the Ultraman team. Oh yeah, Ultraman's an acceptable six cost. <laughs> he kind of does ramp and win at the same time. Yeah, it's not well. It's not too hard to reach for a big card early doors nowadays with the likes of Rip Hunter's Chalkboard and Energy Fixers. You know, I, I was playing a Dark Side team for a while, and that was all about slamming a two-cost, two-bolt character, usually a Foot Ninja, into me prep to to get him bought up second turn. So it's so it's doable. You'd have to be well, like, su- I like super committed. Star Labs. Uh, I like Star Labs. If you can star labs and energy fix, you can get six plus character pretty much guaranteed. Turn two. There you go. There you go. Uh, a little bit of national champion insight. And I've been running a team with Ring of Winter Global. Mm. Um, nice. So you can chalkboard 
dark side turn two? Oof. Pretty easily. I, I do it all the time. So that's pretty cool. But dark side is a bit vulnerable. Uh, how so? Uh, just if they kill your sidekicks. Oh, I'm with then... you. So, so not dark side himself, but you mean the combo is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got you. I think they're just like, he was the number one rank ramp for a while and then got over flooded by so many other choices. Well, Mimic, uh, uh, I know you guys down there have been playing around with Mimic for a while. He's extremely popular. Uh, but all the energy fixes from the new set, there's a bunch in the new set. There. That Pepper Pot's is really good, the two cost new one where you pull a die and then either roll it or prep it. So I got her, I pulled her in a draft I played. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm just the other day and i found her a bit of a liability because she was pulling dice out of my bag and making me place it in prep just when i really didn't want it to happen you know she's good early early game but i found her a bit of a liability when i got into the mid game mm, if you know what you're doing well yeah but i think it's well <laughs> i think it's well established ben that i i generally do not know what i'm doing so yeah you're talking you know about some quality of bag management now, aren't you yeah that's <laughs> yeah. a really good uh, card from the set for ramp that's samantha wilson uh the rare i think when a sidekick is fielded is it yeah you get to draw and roll the dice mm. that card is insane i'll draw and roll the dice draw and roll the die when you field a sidekick yeah, yeah it's mental well there you go there you go so with so many teams on the go at any one time ben when it does come to playing in a in a wko or a big tournament how how do you go about choosing what you play i don't know i just i just wherever i feel like playing that day oh okay. and then I'd normally just pick something that does pretty well against everything else. Okay. Well, yeah. seems like a, a fair selection process there. I'll play the one that does well against things. <laughs> well, but it's like random. I don't know. Whatever I feel like. So that Shield team I played for the last WKO mm. I won with the team up thing you guys were talking about last week. Yes. Was, I don't know. I was just like, I like that team. It's fun. And team up's pretty good. So... Well, we've often hypothesised on the podcast, Ben, that, that your selection process just involves emptying your binder on the floor and picking up ten cards and and going from there. But yeah, it's, it is a little bit like that in terms of I just have lots of teams on the go and I just play whatever I feel like playing at the time. I don't know. Uh, well, there you are. The only time I've ever, I've ever built something to for a tournament and was judging what other people would play was uh for last nationals the 26 2017 nationals i built like the team i was running specifically to stop mask ring yeah and i stopped mask ring pretty effectively and then andy's team was just not mask ring and my team wasn't very good against not mask ring no well i think that's one of the things with team building in the game right now actually (laughs) is that this there is kind of so much going on that you almost have to accept that if you come across certain teams, sometimes you're just going to have to take it on the chin. You know, yeah. This is the way it's going to have to be. You'll play your best game with it, and you might have ways and means of dealing with other stuff, but you, you can't legislate for everything at the moment, can you? Well, no. So in Nationals, uh, against Andy, we played three games, and the second game, I think I only won because Andy tried to do something other than what his team was good at. So I got fluky with the second game, and then the first and third game, he just whooped me because I couldn't really do anything against what he had. No, Ultraman Kryptonite. Yeah, but it ain't no Yuan T Cube, is it? I know that's the that's the main thing. I, I card, it's just a really boring card combo to play against as well. That's the biggest thing I have against it. Yeah, I I foresee a 
a restriction. Well, there's just no variability in the game, right? Like, with Bard imprisoned, it was super good, but you could still kind of mess around with what other cards you had on the team. But Yanti Cube, you don't really care about any of the cards on the team. It's just, I have cheap actions and Yanti Cube, and that's all I buy, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is, it's incredibly dull to play, and incredibly dull to play yeah. against. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've been playing around with it lately, me and Andy, and we've we've just found that the, the so far, the only way really to beat it is if they just get bad rolls. Yeah, well, one of the... We don't... I don't think... I think Dan might have a Yanti, Yanti rare, super rare. I don't think anyone else has his Yanti super rare. Uh, so we haven't played against it apart from I played it one, against it once in a tournament. But yeah, it's just super boring. It's just five... Turn three and you win. And it's the same purchase order as well every single time. Yeah. Just and then <laughs> if you have parallax as well, it's just like, well, okay, well, I'm literally not doing anything apart from shrieking your thing turn one and then hoping you don't roll kryptonite. But then you have parallax, so you're going to roll kryptonite and parallax and kryptonite wherever I have to stop you. And then you're going to win. Yeah. Just gets boring. Yeah. Yeah, I can foresee a restriction. If they, you know, they talked about third turn kills not being in the spirit of the game when they placed restrictions in the past. So surely they're going to have to do the same again. But we'll see. We'll see. The mad thing is, it's turn three kills even without PSG. It's it, it's so simple to do a turn three kill with it. Well, the cost of things are going down. That's the that's the bottom line of that. If you look yeah. at AVX to now, the Yuanti's ability was on a seven-cost Doctor Strange in AVX. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that card was really good. I like that card. Yeah, but seven-cost, so you wouldn't have played it competitively. No, no, no I wouldn't have. No. Um, I realised I just completely lied about not ever playing a six-cost competitively, because I played Hulk Green Goliath as well at Nationals when I won. And I played Colossus at 2015 Nationals, where I lost really, really badly. But I know we don't do very well with um, It wasn't a lie. You you were just slightly absent-minded. I never buy the cost. Apart from Ultraman, I don't try and buy it. Like, even at Nationals 2015, I think we all just stopped buying Green Goliath. After, I think, the warm-ups, we had all, everyone was kind of buying Green Goliath. And then it got to the finals, and everyone realized just in prison everything, you don't need Green Goliath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, there we go. Okay, then. Well, thanks. Uh, I'm just checking the timer. We've we've chatted for some time now. So Sorry, yeah. I th- you're all right, mate. You're all right. It's a pleasure to have you on and talking about these things. However, there is some business at hand to take care of. I know. I have to be Andy. I have to be Andy to get revenge for the last time we played and he won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, a, on, a, on a national seat. I think I've beaten you since then. Have we? I don't think we've played. Yeah, we played. Didn't we play? Oh yeah, we did. We did at. Uh, oh, uh, Nightmare. Yes. Yeah. But not anything on the scale of this. Serious no, I mean business. this is very this serious is, business. business. Yeah. This is very yeah. serious business. So let's get down to it. So, uh, Andy, I'm going to hand over to you now to get the Ministry of Dice the bar off the ground. Um, do you want to throw in the theme tune about now? Sure thing. Okay, 
Right, so yeah, it's the bar. The leaderboard currently runs to James Bloor being first, Michaela Cuba is second, and Chris, you're last. Why How James many points do they have? Time? It's uh, 12 What's points. Six. Chris has got six. Michaela's on nine, okay. and James is on 12. So this is. Maybe. Do you want me to run through how it works? Uh, yeah, just yes. to... cool. Sorry. No, go on. I was just, I, I, I was assuming Ben, you knew how it worked. I was just going to say, in yeah. case we had a, a listener out there who's bimbled across our podcast and never heard it before. <laughs> Possibly from Japan. Possibly, yeah. We've had listeners from Japan lately. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, oh. Curious. So, uh, it's two minutes. Quick fire questions. Your specialist subject, which you have chosen, is Spider Friends. Yeah. We'll hit two minutes, we'll run through them. Chris will timer and he will attempt to top up the scores. Yeah, possibly successfully. We'll see how it goes. Can I just say, before we do this, I mm. didn't realise how many spider friends there actually were. I thought that was a good topic because there's only like five of them. There's no. actually a bunch of them because we just did a civil war draft and there's like five in that. Mm. there's over a hundred spider friends cards yeah i chose very badly and did not do any <laughs> revision so <laughs> see what he's doing see he's uh he's setting the bar there that's the expectations game going on thank you thank you you could have a, a career as a politician ben yep yep <laughs> very good okay so i'm all set timer wise and i'm going old school with pen and paper for the score this time cool. <laughs> Right, so yeah, so t- two minutes, quick fire questions. If you pass, then we will save time and go on to the next one. If you give me the correct answer, then I will say correct. If you get the wrong answer, I will give you the wrong answer or the right answer even. Sorry, it's um, I put these on my notes and I deleted it, but it's come up on recently deleted, so that's a bit of luck. Um, so we're a slick professional operation. Yep. yep. <laughs> cool so um spoiler friends if, if you're sitting comfortably if chris counts us in and i will i promise i won't ask the questions really slowly okay then cool. all right folks on your marks get set go in which set was the spider friends affiliation uh first appear uh amazing spider-man correct aunt may is a spider friend what is the colour of our dice? Brown with white teacup. Yep. Uh, there are three super rares with a Spider Friends affiliation. Black Cat, Spider Girl and Who? Mm-mm. Uh, pass. Which Spider Friends can you sacrifice to make another character die unblockable? Uh, Silver Sable. Correct. Firestar from the ASM set is a spider friend. What energy type is she? Oh. Correct. Spider-Man War of the Heart is one of my favourite cards. Yeah. What is the purchase cost of this card? Correct. One minute. What what colour is Blade's Dice? Uh, Black. Correct. All three versions of Cloak have the same purchase cost. What is it? Five. Correct. Too Cool for Words is the subtitle of the awesome Iceman Iceman. card from UXM. Which spider friend also has this subtitle? Uh, Spider-Man. No, it's Iron Spider. 
Which is the subtitle of the Spider-Man alt art card with the Spider-Friends affiliation that came in the Amazing Spider-Man collector's box. Oh, my days. True something. I'll pass. Uh, uh, on the card Craven Dangerous, what does he do when fielded to each opposing Spider-Friends character? Two damage. Card? Ten seconds. Correct. Gwen awesome. Stacy and Mary Jane both have an OP card with the same subtitle. What is the subtitle? Uh, love, love someone. Love Time! Someone. Oh, it's a spider ally. Damn it. I told you that was going to be rubbish. Oh, that wasn't too bad. Okay, so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight? Yeah, I beat Chris. Okay, I'm okay. Oh, that's, that's fine. <laughs> 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 yeah, th- those questions were quite hard. I struggled a little bit because it's more restrictive than the other ones I've done. I in know the that's past. what like, I was trying to do. I was like, if you only have five cards to ask me about, I'll be fine. <laughs> but I like all the Spider-Man cards, but no one plays any of the other cards apart from Craven. He's really good. Yeah, that Craven one. Well, if you're playing Spider Friends, he's really good with the Spider-Man, which has the Make Spider Friends Globals. Ah, uh, so yeah. Is that is that? Modern legal? I don't know. I think it is. It's, yeah, it's um, for, uh, yeah, it's still it's Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that card's still really good with team up as well, just because you can make him the anything to a spider friend to give yourself plus one on team up. Nice, mm, nice. Hmm. Also, War of the Heart is an amazing spider card. Oh, it's amazing! It's really good. Yep. It yeah, is. Dan. Dan has a really good team with that. It is. I know. I, I faced it. <laughs> yeah, team's super good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've been playing it against me a lot lately as well, haven't you, Andy? I have, I have, I love it. It synergizes really well with the mimic and the mm-hmm. sidekicks and the ramp, and it all kind of works so well together. Yeah, yep. completely. I robbed that off of Dan. It's a brilliant, brilliant team. Yeah. Very good. With that Samantha Wilson, it's even better. That rare Samantha Wilson from Thor, which you roll a dice when you feel the sidekick. Crazy good. Mm. Crazy good. Well, a score of eight, Ben. Which is pretty Not respectable. Bad. But Andy, guess what? What? Me and Ben have been colluding. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely, mate. You know, so uh, back in Michaela's episode, which ep- the episode number uh, eludes me right now, <laughs> you turned the tables and you had a set of questions lined up for me to answer on the Ministry of Dice podcast. That's where I got my score of six from. And when you sent me the leaderboard the other day, I thought, Do you know who's missing off this leaderboard? Who could that be? Who could that be? It could be you, Andy England, aka the bar failure. That's that's predictive, aka. <laughs> Is that predicted? <laughs> I'd have asked I've asked those questions so much slower if I'd have known. Yeah. <laughs> this is the revenge, yeah, I know. I told uh, you. Absolutely. I was beat you on a national stage or world stage. <laughs> world, this is world. This Japanese is, this is listeners and everything. Yeah, that's it. So I've prepared a selection of questions for you, Andy. Oh, okay. Uh, ben has those questions, he's going to ask them. And they are on the subject of AKAs and little-known Andrew facts. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so your, your time is now, Mr. England. Right. I'm going to kick the two-minute timer off. Are you all set with the questions there, Ben? Yeah, I got them. Sorry, and... James. <laughs> 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 on your marks, get set, Go. Which world-famous singer-songwriter are you the fan club chairperson for? Oh, uh, James Blunt. Correct. One of your AKAs is an 
upstanding English gent with a double-barreled surname. What is it? Roger Pilkington Smythe. Correct. Which popular dating app were you a part of the design team on? Tinder. Correct. Damn it. What's the name of the female dingo who raised you? Sheila. Correct. Which Teletubby did you play in the first three seasons of the show? Tinky Winky. <laughs> Uh-oh. Who gets all her needs taken care of by her butler? Oh, uh, Judith Gracewater. Your world-famous botany white papers were on two subjects. The first was the antiseptic properties of the knobweed. What it was the second? Oh, uh, grass. Dietary effects of the nipplewort flowers. One minute. What job did you do for a season in a Cumbrian village? I'll pass. In which winter sport did you win a silver medal during the 2016? Yep. What was all the drama about? Ah, WKOs. (laughs) Drama. Your AKA in episode six is an attempt to be musical. What was the song? Nine to five by Dolly Parton. Yep, correct. One of your most popular AKAs is an American legend. Who is it? Rip Thunderstone. (laughs) Which X-Men character do you share an AKA with? Uh, um, uh, uh, Golden Balls. (laughs) Correct. Ten seconds. Did you join a scientific expedition? Oh, um, uh, pass. Incorrect. Did you go to Worlds? Yes! <laughs> Time! <laughs> that was well timed, Ben. Oh, that oh was no. He did too well, didn't he? I know. Minus point for something. I have to uh, proof listen to these podcasts. They are ingrained in my memory. It's the only up point of my life. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> well, he's done. Oh, far too well here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh! You're not top of the Lee reward. Join top. Oh, my days. Oh, well, me, me and James, both current national champions. Just, just well and truly backfired, hasn't it? Yeah, we should have gone for your original idea, Ben. Yeah. Ben thought what was we, the original idea? We were going to do it on you going to Worlds. And exclusively, yeah. and exclusively ask you questions about um, where was it? Uh, it's in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> what were some of those? We had some good. I had some good facts. What were the facts? I can't remember what the facts were. Oh, I can't remember. I can't uh, remember. It's um, lost in a in a sea of instant messages somewhere. But yeah, and I said, no, nah, no, nah, we'll keep it Ministry of Ice themed. And now I I'm filled with regret. True fact. They're not allowed to wear leather shoes in public. Because, well, patent leather shoes because the reflection they can see up ladies' skirts in Columbus, Ohio. Wow. Yep. True story. You wouldn't have known that, and we could have embarrassed him, but unfortunately, he's now once again national champion. (sighs) It's, Um, yeah, it's saddening. Mate, you should have done WKOs won by Ben Scott because um, I wanted to do. You've won most of them. I wanted to do teams you played against at Worlds as well. Like cards on teams you played against, but we couldn't be able to do the research. 
I think that was the main thing. Yeah, it was too much hard work. Well, yeah. there's plenty of time in the year yet. I know that Michaela, she wants to come back on and defend her title. So maybe as we start running out of potential guests, probably around the summertime, we'll, bring, <laughs> we'll do yeah, another round, a second round. way more about cards than I do. So. Yeah, well... I uh, won't be there. If, if there's any consolation, Ben, I wouldn't have been able to answer any of the questions that you answered. No, next time I'm just going to choose, like, what does Yanti Super Red do? That's my topic. Cards that combo well with Yanti. Yeah, yeah. Two cost bolt cards that combo well with Yanti. <laughs> all right, gents. Well, in the interest of time, we're going to have to wrap it up there to fit in all, all our other lovely pieces of content we've got lined up for this episode. Thank you, Ben, for coming on and competing yeah. and also helping me turn the tables on Andy, even if it did backfire. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Good, good luck on your off. good luck on your travels. Don't be a stranger. Stay in touch. Yeah. Can I do a shout-out? Yeah, can I do a shout-out? If anyone is listening in Toronto, I don't know if you can get in contact with Chris and let me know. If there's anything happening out there, because I'm moving there in, like, three days. <laughs> Five days. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, folks, anyone in Toronto, head on over to the BritRoller6.com website and go to the uh, Contact Us page or find me on Facebook or something, um, and I'll pass your details along to Ben so he can still get his games in. Otherwise, mate, we'll, we'll get something going over Hangouts. Yeah, on Hangouts, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks, well, thanks, Ben, and on to our next segment. Oh, hello, Tiddlers. I'm Mr. Bloom, children's TV's gardening superstar. I've been asked here today to talk to you about something, well, you might not like to hear. Don't get me wrong, gamers are great, but you smell. Fret no more, however, Tiddlers, as we've been given the answer. Mr. Bloom's Gamer Perfume. One spray of this and you'll smell like a garden of beautiful blooming flowers. So, Tiddlers, Mr. Bloom's Gamer Perfume. Just for you, smelly gamers. Andy, guess what? What, mate? We've had another letter at BritRoller6.com Towers. Another one? Another one, yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, as soon as I opened it up, I thought, right, I better get this ready to, to share with my man Andy. Would you like to hear what our listener has got to say? I'd love to. Please share. Okay, here we go then. So, dear Chris and Andy, I am writing to you to express my frustration with the current meta. Oh, dear, I think I can see where this is going already. I'm quite a new player, but have found that I've been successful winning and enjoying many of my games. I'm quite a tentative player, a bit like you, Chris. Oh yeah, I am a tentative player. And I like to chip away with direct damage. Okay, big fan of direct damage, me. Let's see where this goes. The problems have arisen when I was introduced to something that I have come to admit to myself I've become a little bit addicted to. It started when one of my gaming group pulled me to one side and gave me a sample for free just one square of this what I can only describe as a drug and I was swinging in with three times the amount of damage I would do normally when I used it I can now admit that my addiction has got out of control taking a hit of three or four of these cubes a game and increasing my hitting power between five and seven times my normal power it's a steroid of epic proportions and I always want more not only is this drug super powerful but the market price is super cheap meaning I keep buying more and more as a result, I've been shunned by my gaming group and players around the world are ignoring my request to play on Hangouts. I was really looking forward to the next round of WKOs and the following nationals. However, I have a horrible feeling that WizKids will make a decision to ban me from the events. 
I've heard that they have done it before. I hope this shout for help will let people know that I love the game and I just want to keep playing. It's my cry for help. I want to play more than three turns anyway. Many thanks. Why pure blood? No sympathy for her, I'm afraid. No. <laughs> Got to stay away from those magic cubes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scottish film star Ewan McGregor. The people at NSPCY, the National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty by Uanti, are doing amazing work to aid the suffering caused by that overpowered card. Just £2 a month can help this great charity with work not just in the UK, but all over the world. Text Stop Cube. Text it now. Make a difference. And that brings us to the end once again of yet another episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We hope you guys Chris. have enjoyed... Uh, yes, Anthony? You've got to be kidding me. Uh... I've been on hold since the first episode. Well, uh, yeah, man, but... Uh, Am you know... I on mute? No, 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 we can we can hear you. We can hear you. Are we getting to my bit today? Uh, so, see the, thing is, see, the thing is, mate, um, I promised the wife that I would just get a couple of errands done after I've done my recording tonight, and she, she's already kind of giving me the stairs. I'm, I'm sort of going to have to go. Um, I mean, I'm starting to feel like you guys are putting me on hold here. No, man, no, absolutely. We, we really want we really want your contribution. We think you've got some, you know, some tremendous insights. It's, it's, it's just bad timing. That's all it is, mate. If you come along next week, sit tight through the recording next week. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely get you fitted in then. Gotta be kidding me. Okay. Yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, so yeah, folks, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Ministry of Dice. I've been Chris, aka True Mister Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Johnny Wishbone. <laughs> Hold it with your pinkies, pull it apart. That's the wishbone I'm talking about there. Oh, it was, it was an obscure reference to Beverly Hills Cop 2. I, do you know, that went right over my head that time, mate. I'm usually pretty good at your obscure references. Uh, but I, I liked, liked your pinky bit. Thank you, mate. Yeah, I was, I was literally thinking about wishbones. <laughs> It's time to end the podcast. I think it possibly is time to end the podcast. So thank you so very much for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed making it. We will get Tony um, on on there for you. I think he's gone now, actually. We will get Tony on and his insights. I know you've been waiting for this. It's going to be a dream when he finally gets his... Those, uh, those golden tones on our podcast. In the meantime, remember, we come out every two weeks, so it'll be two weeks on Monday, the next episode. We've already got some stuff lined up for episode 17 that I'm sure you'll enjoy, so see you later. And send us your uh, your, your adverts. Oh, yes, and the adverts, yeah. Let's get the competition entries in. We can't wait to hear what you've got. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God, I've been such a grumpy old fart today. Oh, shush.
do most of our editing and stuff on an iPad. Do you? Yeah, mm. man. Yeah. It's just really easy with an app. You know, you can just use your fingers. Yeah, it is. Pinch it, get it really, get zoom right in, cut the naughty always word out, the, you know. Always use the fingers, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, man. Yeah. We've, sure. We, we've got the best finger action. Okay. And there cool. is our outtake. Yep. <laughs>